And we're February. It has arrived, and it's much, much warmer. Yes, much warmer than when our last episode uh, aired in January <laughs> yeah. when it got down to, like, negative 60. Oh, my gosh. Now, we are predicting the future a little bit because we don't just, necessarily know no. that it's going to be warmer. Right. But I have just, to just assume that it's, it's going to be warmer than yes. it was our last episode. Because um, if you don't know, we do record these Outside. <laughs> Outside, yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah, the last episode, you could barely hear us over the chittering of our teeth. But uh, no, no, we do uh, just record in a freezing cold basement uh, podcast studio with, you know, pop vinyls surrounding us. Staring from, at us every all move. Our, all those eyes all staring those eyes us on us. Every single except for that one's not an eyes. That's an eye because it's a minion and he only has one eye. Some of them have weapons like uh, Chucky has a knife. I see right there on a cart. Yep. And uh, there's Oogie Boogie who will scare the crap out of us. Mm-hmm. So yes, we're we're surrounded Nobody by devil. we're surrounded by a lot of fun. But uh, yes, this new month of February brings us a brand new theme for Loot Crate and our Loot Time podcast, and that theme is transformation. So this month we're going to be turning ourselves, our podcast, and all of our episodes into even more amazing... Bigger things. Bigger things, I guess is a good way to put it, maybe. I'm not 100% (laughs) sure what we can transform a podcast into. Maybe a superstar podcast. Yes. As long as all you guys share. Yes. As long as you guys share with everyone and... Tell everyone about us and visit our websites and social media and like us and all that other fun, fun stuff that we like to do here at Loot Time. Yes. So, um, as far as our transformation goes, Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be talking about uh, Transformers this episode. In the future, we're going to be talking about Power Rangers. We're going to be talking about a bunch of transformation stuff in the Marvel Universe. And a mystery franchise we haven't uh, quite picked yet. So it could be a mystery or it's just we're lazy and we haven't chosen one yet. It could be either or. or. Either or. It's, that's you the won't mystery. Know. That's the mystery <laughs> of it. So, um, Kev, I have a question for you. What's that? Like I do every episode. Yes. I usually have a question every single episode. This, this is true? Yes, and they're always fun questions, right? Are they? No, I'm Sometimes. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, what is it? So this this question. So your transformation is complete. Uh-huh. You are now the main character from the last cartoon you watched. Who are you? Last cartoon I watched. Yes, the very last. Whatever the last cartoon you watched was. Shit. You don't oh, remember? No, yeah, no. It was the uh, F is for Family. I almost said Big Mouth, but no, it was the newer season for F is for Family. So who are you? Main character. Frank. Oh, man. <laughs> well, Frank. well, how's it going, Frank? Oh, God, I complain about everything. My life sucks. My wife isn't motivated. I've got a rebellious kid. I've got a son <laughs> that ran away. I've got a daughter that I neglect. 
Well, that's that's. I've fantastic. got neighbors who I gotta learn to love me again. I've got a, <laughs> a neighbor that was a naval pilot and is an asshole. And okay, Frank, calm down. <laughs> calm down. You're just complaining about everything now. Right. God dang it. <laughs> okay. So me, I think. Okay, I know. I believe the last cartoon cartoon that I watched was. Um, what did I just get done watching? Oh, Toy Story. Oh, that so was the last animated. I, I'm assuming it did since it doesn't since I didn't specify. specify TV or film, but the last animated anything cartoon mm-hmm. I guess I would conclude was Toy Story. So which one? Uh, well, I watched one and two, but the last one I watched was two. Okay, but I would assume the main character would stay the same, right? And that is, is Woody? Woody. So and I'm a cowboy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. howdy. There's a snake in my boot. Somebody's poisoned the watering hole. Reach for the, the skies. skies. Yeah, I love Toy Story. That was a good man. That piece just, of planet. Just watching it again was just so much fun. The jealousy be- between Buzz Lightyear. And he easily <laughs> won everyone over in the first film. I know. All his tricks and... You weren't flying, you were gliding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you have... Okay, so, I mean, it put it in perspective. Did you have a favorite toy growing up? Uh-huh. Okay, right? You had a favorite toy? Do you know what it was? Uh, G.I. Joe's. Okay, yeah, G.I. The Little Cobra Commander was. Okay, perfect. So then, all of a sudden, for Christmas, you got a brand new toy. Mm-hmm. Did you end up putting the G.I. Joe's away and were like, oh, brand new toy, I gotta play with it? I did. See? So, Toy Story has a basis for reality. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously our toys don't necessarily come to life. Maybe. Who knows? I, I can't speak to it because I've never seen what? any of my toys. I could just feel like the, the pop vinyl wall. All of them While you're to sleeping. Life, like, I'm jumping out of their own boxes. Yeah. And running around. Yep. Except for, uh, like, Midas Batman down there at the very bottom of the stack. He's probably like, hey, Tom, get off me. And Tom's like, hey, Mike, get off me. And Mike's like, hey, Leah, Lydia, get off me. Bender. And then Lydia's like, hey, Bender, get off me. And Bender's like, screw you. I'm drinking. <laughs> so I feel like maybe not all toys would run around and go crazy. But maybe they do. We don't know. But, but you see kind of the point. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I could see how toys would get jealous of getting a new a new toy. Right. Because they're not being played with anymore mm-hmm. or tossed aside. The attention's and not the on The attention's them. not on But the one thing I do like about Andy is he... Loved everyone. Loved everyone. He, he didn't really... I mean, yeah, he played with Buzz and Woody got all pissy about it. But really, in the long run, Andy did like playing with them collectively. And then when Woody flew out the window and he was like, oh, where's where's Woody? He was the one that worried about him the most. You know, he, he did wonder where he was. So... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of like that. I get jealous when new people come into a room. I'm always like, push you out a window. Right, right. right? Like, right? It's, it should be about me. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. <laughs> right, Everything's this about is my me. Time. I'm Woody, bitch. God, reach for the skies, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so, perfect. So, well, that, those are our transformations into cartoon characters. Woody. Yeah. Reach for the sky, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if Woody would ever be that that insane. Although, although when he was in Sid's yard, do get we got pretty dangerous. He came he up did. with that plan plan to scare the crap out of him, and he did, and he did. So, you know, if anyone's gonna light me on fire or strap a rocket to me, I definitely get really pissy at him too. Right, and seeing toys come alive and then doing that stunt, yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah, perfect. All right, so <laughs> this month 
like we mentioned, transformation is the theme. And I know this will probably seem very on the nose for you guys, Mm -hmm. but like we mentioned at the top of the show, Transformers is going to be our first franchise. And I know what you're thinking. Well, boy, you pulled that one out of your ass and we'll be like, no. We could have picked Voltron. Yeah, we could have picked Voltron, but since Transform and Transformers were identical, we were like, well, let's just go with that. Right. Blah, blah, blah. It's an easy given. Yeah. All right. Laziness. So Transformers is a half-hour American animated robot superhero television series. And now we're talking uh, 80s, buddy. We're not talking new style. We're talking 80s. Transformers the movie. Yeah, which was originally aired from September 17th to 1984 to November 11th, 1987. The first of many series in the Transformers franchise. It was based upon Hasbro's Transformer toy line. So it's kind of funny that the toy line came out. And then and the TV show, where I feel like most of the things in the 80s and 90s was mm-hmm. TV show first, mm-hmm. and then, and then toys. the toys. So, they were definitely, uh, whoever created, <gasps> sorry, whoever created, you know, Transformers. the Transformers toys, I mean, they definitely either yeah, knew they... what was coming, mm-hmm. or were like, so, you know, Hasbro was like, hey, these are awesome toys, what if they talked and moved and were animated, and... Had a story between like a civil war type. Yeah, exactly. Because who doesn't like civil wars? Right, small soldiers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, co produced between Marvel Productions and Sunbow Productions for first run syndication. Animation for the series was done by Toei Animation in Japan and later by Atcom in South Korea. The series was supplemented by a feature film, The Transformers Movie, in 1986. So, see, remember when we were talking, like, two or three episodes ago where TV shows go into movies and then back into TV shows? See, this Mm. was another one of those. Um, Taking place between the second and third seasons. So, it only lasted three seasons. And then they made this movie. No, no, no. Two seasons, then the movie, and then season three. Okay. So, it lasted three seasons. Which, you know, is kind of crazy. So, the series, also popularly known as Generation One. Mm Mm-hmm. A uh, term originally coined by fans in response to the rebranding of the franchise's Transformers Generation 2 in 1992, which eventually made its way into official use. So, and like you were mentioning off-air earlier, that Bumblebee was Generation, Generation 1. 1. So, if you guys haven't seen Bumblebee yet, but you love the original cartoon or animated TV show, you'll get a kick, out of, get a kick out of that. So, obviously 1984... I was only one years old by the time it came out. You were still sperm in the sack. Uh, yep, I um, was not conceived yet. So the uh, P didn't go in the V. Yeah, and then <laughs> so November 11, nineteen eighty seven, when it was all over, you weren't even around yet. So nope, I so, was still swimming. So and I was four years old, so I wasn't watching watching it quite yet. I probably didn't get into it until the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but I probably watched Transformers Generation 2 if I had to take a shot in the dark. Because yeah. that was my first Transformers because I was about nine years old. Sunday, Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. Probably watching my Transformers, Turtles, you know, all, uh, Tom and Jerry, Batman, and Jerry, yeah. all that stuff. And then I kind of went back and watched the original. Now, the original to me... Obviously, it was early animation, mm-hmm. and I've even still gone back and watched the movie a couple times because it's an amazing movie, mm-hmm. but just the animation 
And that, I mean, obviously our theme is transformation, but I mean, the transformation of the animation from 84 to 92 to, to now mm-hmm. has gotten a lot more detailed and a lot more, because I mean, Optimus back then was literally gray, blue Re- and red and red. Like that's what he was. And it's funny watching that now and watching what he's become. And obviously mm-hmm. the artistry and the, the buildup of it has gotten a lot better, but it's, it is really funny to see something so basic and then something so grand detailed. and detailed. Yeah. Um, and so did you, when did you get into Transformers? Was it obviously well after it came out, but was it something that you were like, you know, I really want to watch this or something kind of stumbled into? I think it was something I stumbled into uh, when I was a kid before Beast Wars came out. Okay. Because yeah, then Beast Wars, Beast Wars came See, out. See, I never got into that. I mean, and kind then, of. I kind of got into yeah. it, but... Yeah, and then, like, Optimus Prime and Megatron was a T-Rex, and then, like, wait a minute. And yeah. then I went back, and then uh, I had a, a, a cousin who was obsessed with Transformers, and at that time, before the Michael Bay movies came out, um, you only had the 86 movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember watching that and just thinking, like, you know, because, spoiler alert, Optimus Prime dies. And... Yeah. So then it was, I think it was a little bit, and then Beast Wars, and then I went fully back into Transformers. Yeah. So the funny thing about it, and, and obviously in animation, this really doesn't happen much anymore, but, so season one was 13 episodes. Season two was 49 episodes. I mean, it, that, it, well, that's You can obviously see that jump. it had popularity, and be like, we can make... We can make something out of this. Yep, and then that's when the movie came out, um, and then when season three came out, it was you know um, picks up where the movie leaves off. That mm-hmm. the Autobots now control the Cybertron once more, um, you know, and then moves on from there. And then you have the return of Optimus Prime as the two part season fina- uh, finale mm-hmm. when he comes back from being dead. And then season four, um, the series comes to a close with the broadcast of the fourth season, a three-part finale miniseries called Rebirth, which I don't know if I've actually ever seen seen that part of it. Um, I don't. I haven't either. And then there's the Beyond Transformers, which did not disappear from American airwaves. However, as a fifth season, it aired in '88, so it was kind of a kind of throwaway. And then, you know, then we get, you know, four more years down the line and Generation 2 comes out where they kind of start it, start it over. Um, and then, like you mentioned, the Beast... Beast Wars. Beast Wars. I mean, it was, you know, still Transformers, still robots, but... but just, animals. But animals, and it, it just didn't have the same appeal as cars, trucks, right. jets. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, to me, tr- growing up, Transformers was cars. I mean, did you ever have the toys... I had the toys of both franchises of Beast Wars and Transformers. Oh, okay. See, in the Transformers, I mean, you had the tank for, uh, what's his face? Uh, what? Mega, Mega, no. Uh, crap. What's I, his name? The opposite of Optimus Prime. Uh. The bad guy. Megatron? Megatron. Yeah. He was a tank. And right? then wasn't he like a, like a gun too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was just like a big gun. Which is kind of funny, because if you look at the Transformers Michael Bay generation, Mm. their nanotech or whatever can really transform into anything. Because you get Bumblebee, Mm -hmm. who was a really run-down Chevy Corvette, and then he scans a 2012-whatever 
Corvette, mm-hmm. and Mer- so I mean, he could change his appearance. So I mean, I don't think there's any unless you have to be a Corvette, right. which I don't think so because Bumblebee was a bug, and so obviously you can change your form. Appearance. Yeah, you can transform into other things. Yes, they're not just robots in disguise. Well, okay, they're robots in disguise. But they can transform into whatever they feel like, apparently. Right, more than meets the eye. Yeah, it's more than meets the eye, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I mean, if, if Bumblebee's going to be a Volkswagen bug, mm-hmm. keep it. Who cares? Why does he need to be a Chevy in the Michael Bay films? Right. Like, did Bumblebee... I guess you saw but did you see Bumblebee? No, but I've seen okay. clips of it. So I wonder, okay, at the end of Bumblebee, does he get completely destroyed and has to be rebuilt as a Chevy for the future movies? I don't to know. To make sense? But I heard that they are working on a sequel to Bumblebee. Yeah, I saw I saw while I was doing some research so, on it that, that there's the season, or uh, movie number two is... Which um, is good, because I, I hope, like, eventually it kind of, like, moves away from the Michael Bay films. Like, or at least... They make enough movies to, you know, have a big time frame before they get to the Michael Bay movies. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be smart. I mean, you don't want to, you know, break canon, I guess, if you're trying to make them in the same universe, mm-hmm. um, necessarily. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, new director, new cast. I mean, it's a lot of new everything. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like you have to... But I'm just thinking, like, uh, didn't Bumblebee come down with everybody else in the first Transformers movie? No, no, no. He was already here. He was the Defender of Earth. Uh, in the first Michael In the Bay first movie? movie, yeah. Was he? I think so. I mean, if I remember correctly, it was Bumblebee. He gets the he car. The old, and then, yeah. And then all, because remember, Bumblebee escapes the house after all the things fell to Earth. Yep. That's so. right. And then everyone else came, and then they took their forms, and then they met up, and... But I like how I like how uh, Megatron was already on Earth apparently, and Starscream oh, yeah. and like, all those guys were like already. Hoover Dam or something. Like yeah, that. I mean, it just seems really weird that it took a while for Optimus and stuff to show up. But the Megatron was already here. Megatron was already. I mean, obviously he was frozen, so there's really nothing else to do. I kind of hope that the Bumblebee movies kind of rewrite it just a little bit. Kind of like uh, kind of like for the X-Men movie, how, yeah. uh, how Days of Future Past basically got rid of X-Men 3. Because from what I saw and from what I've read from Bumblebee, like it literally knocks all of the Michael Bay films out of the park. Like That's yep. how good it is. So I found some fun facts, um, and we're not going to talk... Uh, cartoon and we're not going to talk movies we are going to talk about 15 super facts about transformer action figures yeah so number one ronald reagan helped make them possible really yeah president ronald reagan's policy of deregulation extended to american television Mm -hmm. and the repercussions for kids tv opened up to a new frontier for toy makers Historically, children's programs have been prohibited from promoting products due to the FCC's concerns that commercial elements would compromise the integrity of the content on screen. As a result of Reagan's media deregulations in the mid-1980s, toy company Hasbro and Japanese toy maker Takara, uh, now Katara Tami, were suddenly free to launch a venture like Transformers, an action figure line that coexisted with a cartoon series about its characters encouraging the purchase of as many of his products as possible. Well, I think uh, when I see a Transformer toy, 
you know, it's you're working out a puzzle. Yeah. Like, there's so many little nit oh yeah nicks and bits that bend and form and. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I think I I know I had Starscream. Mm-hmm. I know I had the original Scar- Starscream for a fact because I love just jets and yeah. and stuff like that. And he was pretty fun to transform. And I think I, if I'm not mistaken, I do think I had Bumblebee, like the original Bumblebee, but I'm not 100 percent on that. Would you classify, in your own opinion, of like Transformer toys as almost educational, where it helps you think? And puzzle making and yeah whatnot. i mean to know how to fold and bend and move and and all that stuff and obviously mm-hmm. you know once you transform and, and get your mental state then you learn how to destroy right yeah, yeah. so um several characters were inspired by famous pop culture figures Ooh. comic book writer artist bob baranski the mind behind many transformer characters made a habit of embedding pop culture references within the names and designs of his robot creations the leader of the villainous Decepticons, Megatron, initially bore the moniker Gun Robo P-38 Uncle, an obvious nod to the 1960s TV series, The Man from Uncle's fellow villain Shockwave, a hyper-rational Decepticon, owed personality traits to Star Trek hero Mr. Spock. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're going to pull... I mean, it's kind of like what we do now. A lot of our animated stuff and TV shows are pulled from old school pop culture. Mm-hmm. So they pull references out from... Yeah, why not? So Transformers lasted longer internationally than they did in the U.S. As sales began to wane in the United States in the early 90s, foreign markets continued to prosper, with the line selling particularly well in Canada and the United Kingdom, as well as Takara's home country of Japan. Well, I mean, it it really was, even though it was, you know, a U.S. company, mm-hmm. or Hasbro, was Hasbro a U.S. company? Yeah. 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 So, if you think about it, it was probably one of the very, very first anime. Because mm-hmm. it was. It had a Japanese Animating. animation look to it. Uh-huh. And maybe that's why it took off and... I mean, obviously the mouths and the words matched up, which was kind of nice, but... (laughs) (laughs) You could see from the animation. That it was very Japanese. Mm -hmm. All right. The name Beast Wars didn't fly in certain parts of the world. Turned off by the militant nature of the handle Beast Wars when an offshoot line of animal-themed Transformers launched in 1996. Countries like Canada opted for more peaceful-sounding beasties. Beasties? (laughs) Did you collect beasties? I bet you did. That sounds lame. <laughs> that sounds anticlimactic. That doesn't sound exciting at all. You know, Kev, you should bring over your collection of beasties next beasties. time you're here. It almost sounds like something that would rival Beanie Babies. I know, right? Beasties? <laughs> almost sounds kind of dirty. It does. You want to play some beasties? Yeah, I like beasties. Beasties. Beast mode <laughs> with my beasties. All right. Optimus Prime does not drink Coca-Cola. Do you know that? No. Probably because it would rust his interiors, maybe. But that's not the reason they give here. (laughs) One version of Autobot Leader elevated product placement to a new level. In 1985, Hasbro generated excitement with a limited edition mail-away version of Optimus Prime. He came complete with a Pepsi label to spruce up his trailer. That's kind of awesome. I mean, 1985, obviously, I wasn't collecting or you doing anything like this. But right. the mail-in giveaways, 
from cereal boxes were always kind of <laughs> weird to me because I'm like, God, why do I have to mail this in and wait, you know, 12 to 24 weeks for my sh- stuff to come? Did you ever, like, uh, like, I just imagine people forgetting about that. They've waited so long and they just forget about it. And then that it, it shows, that up, it shows like, up. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. That's that's <laughs> the thing. Like, also, like, Highlights Magazine or mm-hmm. the, I can't remember the Boy Scouts one, but the, the stuff in the back where you mail, mail in your money and you get to take six to eight weeks to get it. Uh-huh. Like, why would anyone do this? But people did. People did. Uh... They're committed. Yep, exactly. So another character is not allowed in certain countries. The first version of Megatron featured a disguised body resembling a Walther P-38 handgun. As a result, Megatron has faced his share of legal restrictions, including prohibition from the boarding an American airplane. Uh, American airplane. Mm-hmm. Topping the list, however, is the figure's inability to enter the Commonwealth of Australia. While it is legal to own a Megatron toy within the borders of the nation, it is uh, the import of such figure is in strict violation of Australian law. To help facilitate collectors' dreams of owning the later version of the figure, Masterpiece Megatron MP05, a group joined together in 2007 to form the Megatron Club, Incorporated, in order to lobby for legalization Megatron ownership. <laughs> because it's a gun, you can't... Now, if you own it already in Australia... Uh-huh. You can't get prosecuted for it. But if you bring it into Australia, you, you can't can. get prosecuted. So basically, you either have to sneak it in mm-hmm. or have already purchased it. I mean, I don't know how it would get in if you not... Have someone in Australia buy it for you and then just give it to you? Can you get it eBay in? Maybe. <laughs> eBay that, Australia. Uh... Wow. Okay. That's kind of sad. Yeah. All right, we're going to go one more, and then you can find the rest of these on our website, lootimepodcast.com. The Transformers once teamed up with Spider-Man. Alongside the aforementioned Transformer TV series, Marvel Comics launched a series centering on the adventures of the robotic warriors and their human friends. While most of the 80 issues uh, published stuck to an established Transformers universe, a few ventured outside the canon to boost interest in the series. The third issue, for instance had the Transformers team up with Marvel's popular hero Spider-Man in a quest to save Autobots allying Sparkplug Wickedy. Wit-Wicky. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ally Sparkplug Wit-Wicky. Now, was that a human? Did they change uh, what's his Shia LaBeouf's name in that movie? Because the last name is obviously Wit-Wicky. Wit-Wicky, which is the same as his. But his name definitely was not Sparkplug. Mm-mm. Yeah, they must have changed it. All hail Sparkplug Wigwiggy. Wow. Damn it, Michael Bay. Yeah, I know. Why are you changing people's names? You change Bumblebee and you change <laughs> people's names from Sparkplug to whatever Shia LaBeouf Yeah, was. what was his name? I know his last name was Wigwiggy, but I can't remember his first name. Ah, uh, man. I'm just thinking of, like, Megan Fox screaming it out and I can't think of it. Yeah, while well, they were having sex? Oh, Shia LaBeouf. I mean, Witwicky. Witwicky, Witwicky. Nice. Woo! Fellow Marvel fellow Marvel characters Nick Fury and Dum Dum Dugan made brief appearances in the same comic. Man, I should hunt down this comic. I wonder how much it's worth. Dum Dum Dugan. I might look that up. I might post this on our website as well. See if I can find that comic and see if you guys want to get it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and then I'll definitely post this list on our website so you guys can check it out in the future. 
So, what else can you guys check out in the future? So, once you're done listening to this episode, head over to Instagram and Twitter, and you can find us at Leap Time Pod and follow us on there to see what we're up to. Mm-hmm. You can go over to Facebook, type in the Loot Time Podcast, and find us on there as well. You can also find us on our website, LootTimePodcast.com, and you can find our podcast on all your fun listening podcast apps such as iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many, 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 many more, minus SoundCloud. <laughs> I'm going to mention that every episode. It's gonna Minus be, sign. You know, SoundCloud is going to listen to one of our episodes and be like, why aren't you guys? Okay, we'll give you a free subscription to SoundCloud. Right. Okay. Damn it. Last but not least, we have a sponsor here at uh, Loot Time Podcast, and they are Hot Comics and Collectibles. They are located in Richfield, Minnesota, Jordan, Minnesota, and New Hope, Minnesota. And Transformers is an amazing uh, franchise, mm-hmm. and there's lots and lots of stuff I'm sure you can buy from these guys at their shops, including original... Uh, toys. toys, which I've seen at least at the Richfield store. So make sure you go there. Say the word. Autobots. Autobots. Good one, Kev. I like Autobots. it. Say the word Autobots and save 20% on all Transformers related merchandise. And until next time, I'm Steven Sklansky. I'm Kevin Ebner. And that's all the loot time we have. Good, Good night. night. Go. Na 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 na